Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. She's my best friend's best friend, the lovely Faye, who used to be a radio personality for 20 years. Um, so if you're from up north, you might well know her, but she um, gave it all up to become, to start a clothing company. Well, she didn't give it up to start a clothing company. Uh, unfortunately, her and many other people lost their jobs in radio, <coughs> local radio, sorry. <coughs> But she tells us all about that. But anyway, she's now got this amazing clothing company called Coops and Lou. And today is the last day for Christmas orders. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, which is Sunday the 12th of December, she does personalised um, sweaters, hoodies and bags kids for kids and adults. Um, so check, check the store out. I'm going to post links to everything, but the stuff's lovely. So I highly recommend it. And yeah, have a listen and I'll see you in a bit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Work. Work. So, Faye. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little bit tired. 
not gonna lie, had a few bevies last night. Oh, um, where'd you go? I, Christmas drinks. I just went for di- yes, Christmas drinks, just three of us, a girly one, it was nice. Um, I only had three or four drinks, not enough to feel this delicate. Oh. You'd think I'd been out with like Boris Johnson at a Christmas do or something, but I haven't, I haven't been doing that. <laughs> I just met I two girls. <laughs> no, yeah, but I'm just, um, I don't know, just mum life. Just, I'm always tired. It's the, I think, and it, I think it is the whole sleep thing with drinking as well. Like, if you just have a couple, but then you just don't really have much sleep, then you feel worse than if you'd had more and had more sleep. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, maybe it's did, broken sleep. Did you have to do the school run this morning? No, I didn't actually. I dosed <gasps> oh, on my phone myself. for about. I know, I dosed on my phone for about half an hour, and I was like, "Fate, you've got so much work to do. Crack on." <laughs> I did contemplate having a nap. I was like, "No, that's taking the mick. Come on." Um, How old are they, right. your boys? So Cooper is eight. And Luca is four, so <gasps> Luca starts school next year. Oh, is he going to the same one? Yeah, he will do, yeah. So he's in nursery Monday to Thursday, but it's only school hours. So, like, I try and yeah. do all my work before Cooper's school finishes at three. It's really quite early. Do they start early? No. They just, no. yeah, yeah. What about your That's girls? It's, well, quarter two to five to nine. I always get there about four minutes to nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just as the gate's closing till 25 past three. Right. Yeah, it used to be later, but they've, they've brought it shorter now. They got rid of the afternoon break and okay. made the school day short. I think it's for the teachers. I think it's for the teachers. So they can do a bit more work after school. I don't know. It's not that big a deal, but it just means it makes like my day a little bit shorter. You're like, oh God, right, quarter to three, you need to, to go. Yeah. And it's as if people are working as well. That's quite a big yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a longer after-school club or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, Faye. Hi. I wanted you to come on and tell us all about your exciting life. Oh, my God. <laughs> and exciting. Because you've it basically gets, gone. That ex- <laughs> yeah, sorry. For being a radio personality to an entrepreneur. Oh, wow, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so my background was radio for 20 years, which 20, is mad. So how did you, did you always want to I mean, I'm only, I'm only 30, Amy, <laughs> let's not. Um, what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, we don't all have Botox, babes. Uh, no, I, um, I need to go down that route. Now, I, so I'm originally from Preston, from the northwest, and I always wanted to get into presenting and looking back as a kid I used to always run in my mum's bedroom pull back the curtain and do like a full-blown weather report it's probably the same every day because it's the northwest the weather's shit it's grey it's raining um what is it today fake same um and I and then I quite like getting this tv but because I was in the northwest I just thought radio would be it was a bit more accessible so I went down okay. the radio route yes yeah, so I worked in commercial radio um started so off how did like, you get into it uh, I started off doing um, hospital radio, Royal oh, Preston. Yeah. And the studio was like literally next door to the Overflow Morgue. I was like, this is grim. So I did that for a bit. Yeah, I didn't see any action going in and out. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh. Um, so I did hospital radio for a bit. Then I did loads. Of, I mean, we're talking like over 20 years ago where radio was very different. There, were, there was 24 hours of local radio. You know, there was a lot yeah. of... It was live. It wasn't all network from London across the UK. It was very different. So there was much more opportunity for people. So I started doing, um, started doing some traffic and travel on the roads. Uh, did that based in Manchester. Then I did um, some commercial stations like one over in Bradford, uh, my home station, Rock FM, uh, which is in Preston. Um, and started doing like weekend shows and a breakfast show. And then it just kind of built from there, really. Yeah. So how yeah. did you how did you get into the hospital radio? Did you just was there like a road into it, or did you just turn up one day and say, "Hey"? I think <laughs> I probably God was email even around then. I might have written a letter or email. I can't yeah. remember. And the guy I can't remember his name. He's probably still there. Um, and he thought he was dead funny because back then, I mean, it was just CDs. You were just playing CDs, and I yeah. balls up, and you know it feels like major. You got like five half dead people listening, and um. <laughs> I ballsed up and he went, put a D-ream on, things can only get better. 
So I was like, oh God, it was just, you know, like Alan Partridge. Uh, so it just gave me a bit of experience. And back then as well, you had, um, you called them RSLs. I think they still go now, restricted service license. So a lot of uh, radio stations who wanted to get a full license, they would kind of do like a trial run yes. um, for like, you know, a month or whatever. And they'd have to have their certain kind of music that didn't clash with a other radio station in yeah. the same um, yeah. transmission area. Um, so I did a few of those. I did one live FM in Liverpool, which was all about sports. Don't really know much about sports. Um, I did one for, uh, it was in Preston. I think it was called New City FM. And it was all like dance R&B, a bit of like the galaxy vibe. So that was kind of yeah. my, I was like, this is cool. Yeah, and then I kind of picked up some uh, random shows, got a breakfast show um, at a station in Manchester, well, Stockport. Um, did that for a year, but always wanted to move down to London. So um, did that, what was that? That was about 25, 23, 24, moved down to London. Oh, and then... Where did you yeah. move to London? I was south-east, I was broccoli. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I did love it. <laughs> and I was there for about four or five years and I did... Um, okay. Yeah, I did more voiceovers, actually. I didn't do that much radio, because in London back then, it was all... If you wanted to be on a decent station, you had to be a bit of a celeb, you know. It was kind of like Margarita yes. Taylor or, um, I don't know, big names. Not yeah. just Not me. Um, so I ended up doing voiceover work for a few years. Um, you're getting the life story now, Amy. Uh, and then I, I worked for Sky. I used to do continuity, so it was like the voice in between the programmes, which was cool. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Ah, yeah, so that was... that's true what you say about radio, actually, because it is all celebrities now, is it? Like, back in the day, it was just... You just had your radio presenters that were just them. But now it does seem to be, it's all... It's got even worse. It's that's yeah. that's all it is. Yeah, you know, people, and it's really frustrating when it's been your craft and you've learned it and you've taken yeah. all those r- roads. You know, you know they've not been at flipping <laughs> Preston yeah. Hostel Radio on a Monday night for nothing. You know, and they've not been yeah. schlepping down the M62 to get somewhere for an hour. And I don't want to sound bitter when I say this. It's not that at all. But yeah, it yeah. is quite frustrating when you've grafted and then because someone's been oh, like Big Brother or I'm a celebrity or they've been in a band, yes. they suddenly have this big. And that's only got more of the case as well because of social media. So people yeah. want people with a big following. The yeah. industry has just changed so, so much. So, you know, and some celebrities who've come from a completely different background, they sound amazing on air. They're brilliant. They've got great shows. Some don't. You can tell the background's not radio. If you're like, yeah. go back to singing and dancing, love. I'm not going to try singing and dancing. I'm shit. Good on the radio. But, you know, it's, um, it, it's just changed so much. So, yeah, I... I got, so I worked in London, then um, went through a terrible breakup, uh, did a bit of travelling, met, met, oh, there's got to be one in your life, hasn't there? Um, And then I uh, moved to, I met my now husband in Australia, lived in Australia for a bit, did some voiceover work there, but didn't really get much because I'm a pommy. Um, And then we wanted to start families, we wanted to move back to the UK, he's from Brazil. So um, if I'm going on, just please tell me to just interrupt me because no, I'll just. <laughs> Was there ever a thought of you to go and live in Brazil? No, and he he doesn't he doesn't either he do, he doesn't want to either. He's so he's from Brasilia, but he's not lived there since he was twenty. He lived in Australia okay. for like. Have you been 13, there? 14. Yes, we lived there together for about a year. Um, and then we got married out there, and then we were like, well, you know, your family in Brazil. My family are in England. You know, my my career, I felt, was a, a, in a better place in London. Yeah. So we were like, well, we could move back to London, but it's still not close to my family. And I think if you're having kids, you need some support. His family are in Brazil. So yeah. um, we were like, right, let's go to Manchester. Kind of didn't want to go back to Preston. There's not much going on there. Uh, and so we moved to Manchester. And then, again, I started the ball rolling with radio. And then yeah. blah, blah, blah. Went on, you know, had Cooper, went back into radio. And my radio career was... I went to Capital, um, yeah. which was always a... That was like a goal. I always... Capital was, you know, that was felt my vibe. Um, yeah. So I did that over in Wrexham. So it was Capital for the North West and North Wales. I did that for... I think I was there for about three years. And I did a drive show there. That was cool. Um, wow. Did you have, like, yeah. anyone exciting come on? 
No, because they all go to they all go to bloody London to talk to Marvin Humes, don't they? <laughs> it's all and even I mean this is like eight seven eight years ago. Even then, local radio you'd have your breakfast show was local. Um, then your so say like Capital had twenty stations around the UK. You have yeah. the breakfast show was local, so they'd have their local presenters in that actual location. Ten till one used to be a presenter down in London, and that show would go out across. You know, so it's not 20 different jocks. It's one over the 20 stations. That would happen between one and four as well. Then Drive was a local presenter. Um, and you had one weekend show, which was local, on a Saturday and on a Sunday. So these big stations up north, so like I work for Capital, I work for Heart, Northwest. There was only actually four presenters. They're all down in London. Everyone's down in London. So what happened? Did Capital buy out local stations? and then A lot of them, Capital? yeah. Then, yeah, because yeah, it seems if it's a local yeah. radio station, it should have local presenters. Or if yeah. it's kind of like a national station, then why do they have more offices, do you, like more stations? Do you, I mean, yeah. it doesn't really kind of make. Yeah. If they brought them all out and global, I mean, so Capital and Heart are part of Global, and they're massive. They were a great company to work for. They, they are they're, they're shit heart. They are the big shiny balls. They know what they're doing. The production's incredible. Like that. But they've just they've just taken over. They've just yeah. and lo- but as well, listening's changed. Like I, I listen. I listen to Spotify loads. You know, people listen to yeah. podcasts. People don't always yeah. tune into you know Pigeon FM down the street. Like you know, the, the listening yeah. habits have changed. So as much as it's sad that local radio has kind of there are still some local radio stations, but um, it is really sad that it's changed beyond what when I got into it is completely different well, I, I can't compete I with to... Mark Wright you know I can't compete with Mark Wright is that the guy uh, the only way is Essex yeah you know like these I mean yeah you can't you can't compete with those and you just think yeah. and they have producers a lot of them have producers who write half the lines they're just reading yeah. cards it's uh, yeah. so it's not that's not for me so. um and all the music's generic isn't it you don't get to choose your own music no you can't free spin you get your yeah. ass whipped because as well, like, everyone has their, you know, their... Um, so, like, Capital is a certain kind of music. Heart yes. is a certain kind of music. Yeah. And they've got to keep within their licence or else if they start... If Heart suddenly start playing, you know, some music that might clash with... Uh, exactly, one extra. One extra be like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Um, and that's why the brands within Global, they're so strong, but it does mean you kind of know what you're getting, which is all good, but also a bit repetitive. So I can't remember if it was... Did Capital buy Kiss? No, Kiss is part of Bauer, I think, still. Yeah. Because I I did work experience there when it was... It wasn't a legal... It was a legal station, but it was still an independent station. Yeah, it was so cool, Kiss, wasn't it? It was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Sorry, I've got Juno at home. What do you want, Juno? (laughs) Yeah, so I remember when that got bought one of the like the big dj was steve jackson who used to do the breakfast right. show who yeah. i used to drive to university and a lot of times i would stay in my car just to listen to whatever he was getting up to because it was so funny and that's I remember brilliant that when he when he got taken over i think that they basically locked him out of the building <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think it was a case of he's not gonna you know abide by any rules but then also I was a bit Well yeah because the freedom you've got on the airwaves well, exactly. it's like they just used to do whatever they yeah. wanted. And I remember yeah. one I used to do the rap show and it was was it Dat? Was Dat the tape thing? I don't know. Sorry, it just cut out then. Dab. Oh, Dat. 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 Was it Dat the tapes? Know. Because we had to tape and they had this um Pharaoh Monch Simon says song. Which basically just says "shut the fuck up" like constantly. <laughs> and Nikki, who used to do the show, had to <gasps> cut the word "fuck" out of the tape, like, and turn it round, so it kind of because it was kind of it because the song had just come out. And I was oh, like, oh, no. like now, I mean, that's just a completely different way of yeah. life, isn't it? Like they wouldn't yeah. do anything like that now. But yeah, so and then also XFM, I loved XFM. Yeah, and that got bought by Capital, didn't it? Yeah, that's by Global. Yeah, so that's yeah. yeah. And, and it's a real shame because that. the, yeah, because I when I went, I ended up at Heart Northwest, and that was a in the northwest. It's obviously Heart Northwest. It's in Sussex. No, <laughs> and it's you know it's a big station, and it was a real like, 
I was chuffed to be part of that. I do Sunday, I have my Sunday show and I cover drive and I pop up on breakfast as well. Um, and then the studios as well, they're in Manchester, they're beautiful, they're in spinning fields. It feels like radio should be a little yeah. bit, just technologies, like the desk would rise up. You've got lovely lights in the studio, you know, it just felt a bit zhuzhy. Whereas, yeah. you know, when I was presenting at Capital in North Wales, you've got a carpet shop round the back, you've got no window, you're in a grey box trying to entertain the northwest and north wales so it, it's so all these beautiful studios have been built as well around the country but a lot of them aren't they're not they might get used once a day because all the shows come out of london it's just weird so what have they is yeah. they've literally done that just because it cuts costs i guess they got yeah one presenter rather than 20 yeah exactly yeah so it was uh coming up to three years ago now um God, what did we even call it back there? Dereg, deregulation. It was all like, oh, dereg's coming. And everyone, well, everyone was just dreading it. Like, what was the future of radio? Who was going to get the cut? So, like, I was at heart. Most of the breakfast shows were kept and went on to drive. But all the weekend local programming went. And the breakfast show went, which is obviously uh, Jamie Theakston and Amanda Holden. So, you know, it's presenters lost their job producers engineers like so many people and people were scrambling around like well you know this is all i've done what am i going to do should i get another radio job and there was just there was nowhere really to move to or you know you could maybe pick up a show for down the road at a very local radio station but i'd done that and as you get to a point in your career where you're like you you know you're worth i love radio i don't love, love it enough to someone take the piss out of me and pay me peanuts yeah, just so I'm yeah. on air. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got two kids, you know, you pay for childcare, it's it's all going to work out. So yeah. I took that as a chance to just think, I could probably get some work in radio elsewhere, but I thought, I'm sick of this. I'm, I need to be in control. and Because yeah. um, even when, you know, career was good in radio, you get a contract for two years or whatever, you still, it's like a lot of jobs, you can, you're still thinking... Oh, what well, about after that two years? Even if I got a really yeah. good gig now, I'd be like, well, how long is this going to last? What's next? And you're always, yeah. you always, you can never just rest. And not that I'd want to anyway. You always want to strive for more. But, you know, you're like, you can't, you know, it's not just a career where you just, there's a there's an obvious path where it just yeah. grows nicely. And, you know, it's not like that. And you get to 40 and you go, fuck it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had to. I had. Well, I mean, I had to do something different. So, so I launched a do? business. <laughs> what, I mean, had how you random. always wanted to do what you do now, or was it just literally never? No, really? really. Yeah, I was. I was. I did go under a bit because I was genuinely like, "What am I going to do?" And my work's been. It's a massive part of your identity, isn't it? Like, you, you, I love. I loved it. I loved it. And. And then as well, your identity changes when you have kids. Yeah. And you kind of go, God, the other day I was writing some awesome, funny stuff for the telly and I was reading it out or doing whatever. And now I'm pureeing some shit in my kitchen yeah. that my child's not going to eat. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah. you're like, what? what? I love being a mum. It's great. But I don't like being a housewife. I don't like housework. Yeah. I don't like stuff like that. And if, yeah, so um, I was kind of like, right. And especially so you went on a tangent there. choice as well, when something's been taken away from you. So it's yeah. grief, isn't it? You're grieving the loss of your yeah. career. And I don't I don't really I I do have the odd moment when a really good song comes on that I like and it'll throw me right back to a station I worked at when we'd play it like, you know, four times an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I will go, Oh, and it just gives me this buzz. And yeah. probably for about a year I've I had like a little bit of sadness, but it's been a long time since I've gone. Oh, I think maybe once, twice a year, I say to my husband, like, oh, it's such a shame that, like, bloody loved it. But, yeah, you mean, yeah. you, like, I'm not going to pine for it. It's, I had a good go at it. I enjoyed it. Um, 20 years is a long time to do yeah. something you love, isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, so, yeah, so I ended up thinking, right, what am I going to do? I almost booked onto a wedding celebrancy course because I thought I'd quite like to marry people. Like, oh. that's joyous, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yes. um, you're kind of hosting. Uh, like, I just thought that might be fun, but then I thought it was going to be a lot of weekend work. It's going to be quite up and down. Yes. So I didn't do that. Then I thought about doing baby groups, and then I thought, I don't think the uh, paybacks... that I love babies, I love kids, but I thought, I don't... I'm not sure... 
And then uh, I now have a clothing business. <laughs> I mean, if you'd have said to me three years, Sophie, yeah, you were making design hoodies and T-shirts and all that, I'd be like, what are you on about? Um, here's Justin Bieber. No, uh, so... Um, so where did yeah. the idea come from? I think I saw online, there was a lot of people doing sweatshirts that say, this is my weekend sweatshirt. And there was all these... Yeah. And I kept seeing things come up and I thought... I could do that. And I thought, what could I... About things we love. So my business yeah. is called Just Just Coops and Lou. Um, so it's all about the things we love in life. So it might be like Just Coffee, Just Gin. Um, kind of says something about the person who's wearing it. It's, it's clothing with, I'd like to think, a little bit of personality. Um, or it's like, you know, just happy, just smile. So it's like a bit of positivity as well. Yeah. Um, like kid stuff, you know, just awesome. Um and obviously those names, those slogans can just grow and grow. Um, like yeah. I have a Just just Married range, which I've held off and not launched yet because of COVID and no one was getting married. And I've been oh, so busy yeah. with other stuff. Or they were getting married, but not big celebrations. Yeah, so I thought, yeah. well, I'll hold off, but that's kind of on the back burner. Um, but uh, there's a lot of personalised stuff, which is really popular. Um, so that's good. But I kind of started with the intention that it was the just. So just mum is a really popular one I do because we're not just mum, are we? We're not just dad. Like, what the hell does that mean? Just mum, are you joking? Um, So, yeah, there's there's loads of different kind of slogans that I use and you can kind of mix and match your colours. I hand print everything, so I spent ages. Yeah, I do, and that's the problem. Yeah, so I kind of spent a while sourcing clothes. um, And, you you know. Where did you start with that? Uh, I think I looked at other businesses that I kind of admired and I, I kind of just had a nosy at how they were doing it. And maybe yeah. I remember like one company, I don't think they're even around anymore, but I saw because I, I was like, how how do you get like this one? Just Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, how do I get the Merry cut out like that onto a jumper? I had no clue. I didn't know about a heat press, didn't know about any of that. So um, I just research and i think there's a company that i don't think they're around anymore and on their stories they they make clothes and on the stories in the background i saw a machine and it was called like a i think it's called a silhouette or cameo whatever i was like oh that's their it's called a die cut machine i was like oh so then i researched i was like oh i'll get the cricket or i call it cricket which there's no point showing you because this is a podcast but basically (laughs) you put you you put your vinyl in it um, or you could put, you could cut leather, you could cut plastic, you could cut wood. Different, you got different blades. So it's quite a bit of yeah. expensive equipment. And then you can put, like I'll put my, I use vinyl. I put vinyl in, um, and then via my laptop or iPad, whatever, through a design space, a creative, whatever program, it then cuts out your so that image your or your... talks to the machine and tells it what to print. Out, yeah, cut out. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, and then it cuts cuts out, like, your letter or your design or whatever, and then I have to peel it. It's called weeding. Um, you might find this really boring, but it's like... Uh, yeah, so anyway, I, then I have... I take away the image that... You know, like, imagine um, a sheet of stickers for kids. Yeah. You know, you have, like, the line, like, you've got... You take away the excess or you yeah, take yeah, away yeah. the sticker. It's a bit like that. And then yeah. um, I use my heat press and I place it, I print it, and then, yeah... So, yes, so so I enjoy it. I get to be creative. I get to dick around a bit on my social media because that's kind of my shop door, Instagram and Facebook. I don't really, I don't really enjoy Facebook, but it's connected to Instagram, isn't it? So I've got to work it. Um, So it's two years in now. Um, I love it. I'm busy. Um, I'd like to be busier, but at the moment with having the two boys, it's manageable for me. Like, I was a bit like my business birthday was at end of October. And um, I had once a year, I have 20% off everything. And I don't do discounts that much because I work hard for it. And I don't want, I don't want constant discounts, you know. Or yeah. I won't buy this weekend, she might have something on next week. Yeah, so, yeah, but at yeah. that, that time of year, it goes nuts. And I was so busy for like two, three weeks, um, just staying up late doing and I was like, oh, this would be brilliant, this to be all the time. But I, it couldn't just be me. It, You know, yeah. I'd have to have um, help. And I feel like all my time goes into designing, printing, packaging, my website, my Instagram, my ordering, uh, all that. So you like everything. Everything. The only help I have is my mum. I have, like, on the bottom of every product, I have, like, a little Just Keeps and Lou 
material label you know like a bit of brand yeah. bit of branding um and she'll sew she has the sewing machine at her house and i'll okay. dump loads of hoodies and jumpers and she'll do that but no i do everything and it's kind of like until i outsource some help wow. i'm not gonna have the time yeah. to build it another way like you know i need to do a newsletter to kind of go right your christmas cutoff is this sunday i just yeah. it's just time I don't have enough time but i'm not yeah. making enough or busy at the moment because it's christmas and because i had that big birthday celebration discount thingamajig um so i'm not quite there to employ anybody but i also uh, that's something i need to work think about could you outsource the printing maybe just get uh, the tops already done well because every design is so different so like for example you could have a black hoodie and on it you could have neon pink and leopard like a a w or yeah. you could have a smiley face or so i would always have to cut everything and then it'd be me like, me, like taking a pack this no yeah I think what would help is maybe like someone does my packaging or they could do the weeding, which is when you take away the excess vinyl that you don't need. Yeah. So I could, or yeah, packaging or postal runs, those kind of things. But I, yes, but then yeah. I also, I, I, I do, enjoy, I enjoy, I, I write a little note, you know, I write a little note usually when I send something and I, I enjoy that. It's a, yeah. you know, it's, I think shopping small, it's got that personal touch and I'm proud of that. It's, yeah. I like receiving that when I shop small. Yes, um, yeah. And I try and do it as much as I can around the kids, but um, Monday to Thursday, like my busy work days. Yeah. Uh, but then as well, I've not had a nine to five ever. So yeah. it's it's like the other night I worked till about half ten. But the next day I thought, well, my friend just had a baby. I can just go for an hour or two and see the baby in the day. Yeah. And it's like, that's, it's nice to have the flexibility to go, right, I can ramp up the work or I can yeah. pick and choose a bit, but it can be a bit all consuming sometimes. Yeah, that's. I find that like I, I love the fact that I can work around the kids, so I can still be a mum and do the school run and, and yeah, yeah, all that. I don't yeah. miss anything, but also I don't like the fact that I then have to work. <clears throat> sorry, till late every night because, so you know, there's something's yeah. got to give, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? But yeah. that's, I'd rather do that than be at a nine to five and miss everything. Yeah. And it's taking those small wins, isn't it? It's taking that way you can yeah. go, do you know what? I've got an hour on Tuesday. Do you just want to meet for lunch or something? And it, I mean, it's a rare thing, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, oh, that's quite cool. And you can yeah. you can juggle it on your terms, can't you? As opposed to having a boss and you kind and of you feel a bit boss. more in control. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that is nice. Um, so how long does it take you to, from the idea to your, making your first product? How long yeah. did it take? So, um, what was my first? So, like, my first ones were, like, just coffee. I love coffee and gin, yeah. just gin. So, I think I just messed around with... I think I got, like... Uh, I, I remember buying loads of white T-shirts, because white T-shirts, it's really hard to get a good quality, isn't it? Bought yes. loads, and some were just like they were just shit. They were see through, yeah. see your bra through. Just so there was a lot of trying and washing and all that. Lot. And I was like, right, I've got the one. This is the one. Yeah. Um, and then that I used that as a base, and then so like at the moment, like um, I've got like a cow print vinyl, which is really popular on kids' hoodies, and there's an, is an initial in like a cow print. Yeah. Um, so I mix and match. The slogans stay the same, but I kind of mix and match the colours with seasons and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah it's but really it's been weird colours. during. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you've got a few, haven't it's you? Hard, yeah, it's hard to choose. <laughs> well, that's it. I think my website needs. That's another job I need to do. I need to have a bit of a tidy up because I think it. I said to my friend yesterday, I think it's a bit confusing. She said it wasn't, but I think she might have been being kind. Um, I but... don't think it's confusing. No. No. Well, that's good. I just hate making decisions and I'm like, when I want. I'm like, but I want them all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah or decide. I think it's interesting because I'll do like, you know, like a Christmas jumper. It might be navy and in gold it says like, just give me the presents for kids yeah. um, or just just swerve the naughty list. Um, but you can have that with the gold glitter, the silver glitter, the red glitter or matte white, you know, if your kid's a little bit cooler and a bit monochrome, whatever. So you can, but it's interesting because people, and I can't make up every option and yes. I can't have every option on my website. I'm not that big, you know. So yeah. um, a lot of people, they just order what they see. They're like, they just play it safe. So when someone goes, oh, I'll have that, and be like, oh, yeah, you've got an eye for it. Um, so, uh, 
Yeah, and I've learned loads over the last two years. I've never sold clothes before. I used to work in Oasis years ago, but, you know, I'm not. And just running social media and, you know, and you, I might release a new, like, say, got these really nice camouflage bags which are hand-printed with, like, a neon pink initial on. You know, put those on your stories and, like, loads of people are like, oh, I love it, yeah. And then you release it and you're like, hello, yeah. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> um, but... I think there's something like you need to see something. What's the saying? You need to see something about 11 times or something before you actually connect with it. Oh, really? I don't, I, I, that might be a random number, but yeah, it's not. Whereas me, if I'm on Instagram and scrolling and if I like the look of something, especially if it's on a friend's story, yeah. I kind of go, oh, yeah. Like the other day I saw some nice, I wanted a new watch strap for my Apple Watch and I know that yeah. one of my friends has got one. So I just messaged her and I was like, oh, where would you get it from? She was like, oh, Coconut Lane, I think it's called. Bang, ordered it. But they were naughty, the website. They had one of those spin-the-wheel things. Oh, so you put your email yeah. in, spin the wheel, and then, oh, I got 30% off, but I had to spend it in 30 minutes. And it was just at midnight as well. I was like, Faye, go to bed. <laughs> no, but I've got 30% off this watch strap. I need it now. I mean, bloody worked. Yeah. It worked. They got a sale. And then to get free delivery, I bumped up my order. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, good old Instagram. Do you like Instagram? I I work in social media and also obviously with the podcast that's how I that's how I advertise it and I've really gone off social media a lot since I've started Have working you? in it yeah because it is it's a job it is so time consuming like until people yeah. have to do it they have no idea how long it takes yeah I I don't insta I go on Instagram Facebook, I, I go on every day to look at my memories because I just I used oh, to post a lot yeah. of kids' stuff when yeah. they were little, and it's yeah. nice just remembering that. But I don't really look through it apart from. No, I don't. That. I don't look. I don't scroll on Facebook. No, I've never been into Twitter. I, I was when I was now and then, but yeah, I was when I was on the radio because it was quite good just to see. You know what? Yes. The uh, what do they call them? The moments? Is it Twitter moments or like they can't remember what. See, this is, I, I, I'm on it, but I've not used it for, don't really use it, but it was quite good to see what was trending. Be like, oh, this yeah. is happening in the news. It was just a good one stop where you could just get a load of information and go, all right, I'll talk about that. But it, I, don't, I, I don't do that anymore, so. <laughs> social media is hard because Facebook, I got, I've got, I got this house through Facebook. I've got yeah. jobs through Facebook. It has yeah. really helped me a lot. And especially like with the podcast, if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't advertise. And loads of businesses now, that's how you do your business yeah <laughs> but um and then you can't really moan about it like with because like i'll post one thing and no one will see it and then you post another thing and loads of people see it and oh like, and that's really frustrating with the algorithm yeah. oh it's so annoying isn't it but it's free it, so you how can you moan yeah i know yeah, i did actually advertise one thing on, on i did actually pay once to advertise something and i don't think oh no i think it did get quite a lot of views but it, sometimes things will get loads of views randomly and i don't know yeah why. anyway yeah, it's a, fun, it's a funny one. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel like I can moan about it because it's a free service that has yeah. helped me. But equally, yeah. I do see the negativity in it. And I think as well. I think if your content's good, it will work. Like eventually, mm. the right people will get on board, yes, and your yeah. following and your interaction it will increase. Like the main thing is the content's got to be good for people to be bothered to see it. Yeah. But it's like you know, I was getting frustrated when you see similar accounts to what I do, and they had like ten thousand customers, and then you go and you look and you go, half of them are in South America. Uh, some of them have got lots of X's and V's in the name. They're like from Eastern Europe, or yeah. you know, like like oh, you've got lots of you're thinking. It's just R Ricardo in Ecuador is not buying your baby grows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but they you, buy you people just... buy it, don't they? They buy Yeah, followers. oh, definitely. But it, but then they don't, then their interaction, they're not liking or commenting. So you look, yeah. so I would like just to reassure myself, be like, oh, it looks like they've got all these followers. But then you look at their last post and it's got four likes. And it's like, yeah. well, that doesn't tie in with all your yeah. followers. And you'd see on their stories, like I, on my stories a lot, you know, I show my making, I show my orders, I show me, you know, like the whole behind the scenes. Um, because I like watching that for other businesses. And these are the companies you look at, you go, you, you're never resharing people in your stuff. No one's yeah. tagging you. So what, what are you doing it for? Yeah. Like followers aren't customers. I need customers. Yeah. 
I need yeah. sales. Yeah. You know. Yeah, followers is nice. It gives you a bit of social standing, doesn't it? Like, oh, she must, her business must be all right because she's got, you know, however many but then, like, followers, said, whatever. People like your stuff, then they'll follow. People find you, don't they? If it's a good yeah. thing, people will find you. Yeah. Won't they? Yeah. And it is. Cause yeah. Where it is your own thing and you are worrying about the quality of the clothes. And yeah. you're doing it all yourself. You're investing yourself into it. Yeah. Where some companies just ship it in from wherever and send it out. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And that might might work for them. They might be, you know, that's that's great. But um Yeah. Do you wanna do any other kinds of products? Um I do do um baby grows. Uh so I do like just milk, just hello, and then on the back yeah. you've got like a little personalised initial, that's quite cute. Yeah. So it's mostly clothing, it's mostly clothing, but um and I do bags as well, like big shopper bags which are personalised, but I don't think so. I think hoodies, sweats, some of my range is organic. Um Yeah. Uh I kind of no, I think just change the variety and change the designs and keep it going like yeah. that. I don't although before I thought Maybe I could do a mug. I was like, maybe I should do yeah. mugs. I was like, just stop. Just, just, yeah, we all love a mug. Because um, the personalised stuff, people love it, especially yeah. for kids. Yeah. Um, and that's what's difficult because I might do a really nice design on a kid's jumper. I think it's really nice. Um, and it just doesn't sell that well. And I think, well, yeah, because you can get nice designs at Primark or George, like... It's a certain customer that's going to spend £28 on a children's sweater for yeah. just a nice picture of a snowman on it or something. Or, you know, a, but the personalised stuff, people are up for that. Yeah. Because that's more, well, it's, you know, it's bespoke for them. So that's something I've learned yeah. recently that kids' personalised stuff does really well. Maybe with a design, not. It's got yeah. to be a really, really good. Well, like, like, I have this you're nice. You're competing, uh, aren't you, against massive, massive stores that are selling huge, stuff for yeah. And I'm guilty of it. I'll go into Primark and get those one pound G bangers, you know. Like, yeah. I'll get or you know, kids vests. I might get a pack of five. I can't, I can't compete with that, and I don't want to. And what is frustrating yeah. me is that you see these big companies and they're saying how everything's like ethically produced, but they're selling something for three pounds, and it's yeah, like it's... absolute bullshit. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think stick with what I'm doing. Um, with yeah, it, it's growing nicely. It's yeah. I, I do get that imposter syndrome sometimes, and I like I come up with a new design. It was like this nice sunshine in like red and pink flock, and I I printed it, and I thought, who do you think you are? Like you fashion designer, look at you making t-shirts or whatever it was right now with this sunshine. I was like, and I said to Raph, my husband, I was like. What's this all about? Me doing a sunshine on a t-shirt. That sounds really See, nice. Yeah, it was. But and I, I wore it at my hairdressers recently, and this woman was like, "Oh, I like your t-shirt." Um, but but it is that kind of. But then I think, well, that is just clothing, isn't it? Like you're wearing a black hoodie now with a white. What is it? What's the letter on it? It's um. What's you? Your... It's the speech event records. We may not be okay. for you, but that's fine. <laughs> but like, that's not that's. You know, it's nothing. It's just, it's a nice hoodie, isn't it? It's yeah, it's a really nice hoodie. That's why it's I'm a nice it. it's hoodie. Really, yeah, yeah. Where so I'm like, well, actually, no, my stuff's really nice. And my stuff's really good. Yeah. So it it is my. It is. I it's just me. Ah. <laughs> that's for me. That's really important. Like, I want a nice jumper or a nice hoodie. Yeah, because, quality. Yeah, you want it to yeah. last. And you yeah, and you don't want one that bobbles and, nice. and yeah, yeah. But it's that whole, and then you think, well. No, go with it, Faye. It might just be a sudden shine or whatever. Or Like I did um, for Christmas, one of the T-shirts that sold quite well is just mince pies. Yeah. Um, and it's like in a gold metallic on like a cap sleeve tee. It's really cute. And that sold really well because people love mince pies and, you yeah. know, took it in with some a nice sassy skirt. Looks cute on a yeah. Christmas night out. Yeah. But, yeah, you do just second guess it sometimes. And then I'm like, well, Faye, you bought a pair of black jeans the other day. It's just a pair of black jeans. Yeah, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, I can, I, I don't know, pull ourselves apart, don't we, sometimes, and go, what am I doing? Well, yeah, exactly. And I think that imposter syndrome, everyone gets that. And you've yeah. just got to be like, okay, whatever. You know, you, you could be the... It? Yeah, you're doing it. And, yeah, it, it's a bit like um, like the head designer at, say, Zara. Yeah. You know, they're not bloody rocket um, scientists. What's that? Yeah. 
I've lost my train. Brain they're not surgeons. dead clever, are they? They're not no. brain surgeons. You know, and they've come up with a piece of, you know, a pineapple on a T-shirt and they're, they're selling it and they're doing it. So I need yeah. to remember that big companies, you've got all these designers and teams. It's like, you know, just go easy on myself, really. And they'll all have it as well. They'll all be in their jobs thinking, I shouldn't be doing this. Someone's going to cotton on to me. So yeah. Everyone has yeah. it. You just got yeah, to we do, don't them. we? You're there. You're doing. You're doing it, aren't you? If you weren't supposed yes. to be doing it, you wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, love. Yeah. So when yeah. is your when is your Christmas cut off? It's this Sunday night, actually, which is the twelfth, isn't it? What date are we today? Yes, it is. The twelfth. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll put this podcast out on Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah. So Aww. if people do listen to it on this Sunday, then they can order stuff. Oh, thanks. Yeah, quick. Yeah, because obviously now. I order I order from, like, my supplier, like, the plain garments in yes. the size that people order. I get all that, and then I make it all up with everyone's yeah. customisation and stuff. So, yeah, so I have about a week to two week turnaround, and that's... Yeah. With Christmas coming, there's a bit more of a deadline, isn't there? Postage yeah. and all that, so, yeah. Oh, well, thank you very much for coming on. <laughs> And oh, I'll share thanks. links to everything. Oh, I hope I didn't ramble too much. No, you didn't ramble at all. It all was right. very nice. Oh. And I hope you have a lovely Christmas. Yeah, what are you doing for Christmas? I've got everyone coming here. I've got all my family you? over. Well, hope, hopefully, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless so where are. are you? Are you still, are you like South Woodford? Yeah, are you? I'm still South yeah. Woodford. Yeah. Oh. What are you doing? Cool. We are at my mum's, who was living in Preston, but she moved to Heat and More near us in Easter. Okay. So she's hosting at her. She's got like a smaller two-bedroom flat kind of thing, but um, she wants to host. And she's like, my husband said, should we do it ours? No, I don't enjoy it. I don't really enjoy the... I, I'm good with a cheese board and meats <laughs> and the cocktails and the drinks, but I don't want to do a big roast for everyone. So And she loves it. So yeah. we cobbled, cobbled together some tables at hers and... Uh, Come back oh, to ours later for some drinks. But. Yeah, that's what it's about, and it? it's just kind of fitting everyone in. I've got, yeah, I've got just got like a big living room, dining room space. So we'll just have to move the settees around and get more chairs, and you know, yeah. Just kind of, but everyone's fine. Yeah, yeah, that'll be nice. Together, together, together. together. <laughs> yeah, it is mad that this time last year it was you know all got bloody cancelled, didn't it? Well, the, yeah, apart from their Christmas party. <laughs> That's so bad, isn't it? I mean, I feel like my brother had it quite bad. He was in hospital with COVID. But as a family and a wider family, we've got, we've done all right, actually. Yeah. We've not, there's no horror stories. And you think yeah. some people, oh my God. You know, like parents dying in hospital and they couldn't go and see them or kids. Yeah. Like, wow, yeah. huge. Yeah. Be a lot of angry people today. Well, you'd like to think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, see, how, <laughs> see how they vote next time, eh? Yeah, yes. All right, darling, well, thank you very All much. Right. No worries, thank you for having me. Bye. Hi. So, yeah, that was a lovely fave. But, yeah, I'd really recommend that you check out her store. And if you do want anything, then make sure you hurry up and order it so you get it in time for Christmas. It's really nice gift ideas and just really nice stuff, as we spoke about, like, for me, it's so important to have nice, comfortable clothes. <laughs> now I'm getting on a bit. Um, so when you buy hoodies and sweatshirts that are a bit gimmicky or whatever, you know, if it's a nice top, then that's brilliant. If it's crap and it doesn't last more than five washes, then, you know. But yes, her stuff's really good. I hope you enjoyed that. There is also another episode of the Epic Mum Chat out on YouTube. So search for us on YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel because then we can actually have a proper URL so people won't need to search for us. They can just find us. Um, this one is kind of a discussion on... We, the last one we did um, called Chasing the Liar, sorry, um, is about how dealing with pe being in a relationship with someone who's lying to you constantly and how that affects you. But this one was kind of a review of that and how we discussed it because... We do joke about a lot of things, but actually it's it's emotional and mental abuse when you're being lied to constantly, and we didn't want to kind of gloss over that without recognising that it is actually really hard. So, yeah, I, I, I recommend that you watch that, but watch the other ones as well. <laughs> but, yeah, I hope you are good, and I'm a bit all over the place at the moment. I'm having a 
bit of a dodgy period and I'm not really very with it but I have good drugs and that's the most important thing next week is going to be the first episode of my trilogy with women who have got gynecological issues two of whom have got endometriosis and one of whom believes she has I can't say adenomyosis I think it's called which is kind of like endometriosis but inside the uterus so they can't diagnose it until you basically have a hysterectomy anyway she's only 30 she's actually as I'm recording this she's having a hysterectomy today um because she's just in constant pain and bleeding I mean it's absolutely her story's unbelievable um so yeah so I've got three amazing women that came on to share their stories in the hope that it reassures women that they're not mental because they're having gynecological issues and being told by doctors that they've just got to part with it because it's normal because it's not normal but yeah so that's next week and i hope you have a lovely week i hope you're not getting stressed with christmas and you're enjoying the festivities and i hope you're safe Work. and you're sane stay well mask up Work. Be good to one another. And I'll see you next week. Work. Big love. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.